What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, you guys? Thank you for tuning in to Just Talking today. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys about all of the things, but especially today what we're going to be talking about is mindset and truly what your mind is, is the most powerful thing for you. It can either work for you or it can work against you. It can either empower you or it can disempower you. It can either help you see what you're capable of, or it can just stop you from creating the life that you dream of. And so that's what I really want to hope and bring you some value with today is like, what is your current mindset? And with that, like, what are the limiting beliefs that you currently have that you're constantly thinking about that are stopping you from creating a life that you truly want to? Because ultimately what it comes down to, we achieve what we actually believe we're capable of and what we give ourselves permission to see. And that's what I want to help you guys with today is to help you see that you are truly limitless and you can accomplish anything you want to accomplish, but it starts with what your mindset is and what you believe to be true for you is. And that's what I love helping my clients with. That's what I've learned to work with in my own self with is if you can see what you're capable of, you can achieve anything. And what it really comes down to and boils down to is breaking the limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves. And that belief system is a learned belief system. And so the beauty of that is you can unlearn the belief system that you currently have or certain parts of it that doesn't serve you. And you can relearn how to believe and how to think in a way that empowers you, that helps build you, and that helps you have the life that you want to have. So any of you who are, and this applies to anybody, okay? And I'm going to explain to you how that applies to you. If you're trying to work on growing a business, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a leader, if you work, if you are a mom, if you are a dad, if you are trying to accomplish a goal, if you are trying to work on your fitness, if you are trying to work on your nutrition, if you are trying to work on anything, it all starts and ends in your mind, okay? So like, let's just get that clear that everything comes down to the way that you think. And it's so, so important that you guys can understand that. And that's what I really want to help leave you with today is the power of your thought and help you be aware of how you actually think and help you have a breakthrough today of how do you want to think? How do you want to believe? And how do you want to show up for that? Because when you can break through to that, then you can break the habits that are currently forming for you. You can choose the habits that you want and you can choose to create the life that you want. So if that's something you want to learn today, continue to listen. If not, you should still keep listening because like I said, this applies to everybody and everywhere in all of the days. So let's get started. I, you know what? I actually haven't done a podcast in like three weeks. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. Like I, I tried to record this a couple of times and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm not ready for this. I got to like stop it for a second. I haven't done this for a hot minute. And now here we are. And I'm just like, girlfriend, let's just go. Let's just roll with it. Let's just make it happen. No retakes. Let's go for it. And so that's what's up. So that's what I want to kind of talk to you guys about is just 
where you're at currently with your mindset, right? And I, I did a post about this the other day on Instagram, if you guys follow me, and I talked about my own journey over the last, honestly, five years or so of how I've been able to become aware of how I think and how that slowly started to help me change my life. And it's a process. This is a, a learning process because you got to realize the pattern of behaviors that you have now and the habits that you have now, you've probably had those habits for years. You've had that belief system for years and it's hard to break free of that. And it's hard to understand where it came from, but it starts with just being aware of it. And then it's just being consistent with it. And over time that builds and that helps you create the new mind that you want. And I say everything starts in your mindset. And my company is called powerhouse because I truly believe every single one of you are, are the most ultimate powerhouse that you want to be, but you have to learn how to build the house, right? You have to learn how to build your own power. And that starts with what your mindset is. Think of how a house is actually built. They have to lay down the foundation, right? And if there's any weeds or there's rocks or like the ground isn't completely clear, the soil isn't flat, they can't build. Think of that same analogy now with your mind and your life, okay? If your mind is not completely laid out and if you don't have, have removed all those weeds and all those rocks and those boulders, let's call those rocks, those boulders and those weeds, your limiting beliefs, you know, the bad habits that you have in your life, um, the, the maybe your past, some of the seasons, some of those boulders could be seasons in your life that you're just letting that block you to be who you think you want to be. But you're saying like, this block says I can't, right? And so you're thinking, oh, I can't do that. So it's learning how to remove those blocks, those weeds, and lay a clear, flat foundation that helps you see the best you so you can build the powerhouse of you that you are created to be by just understanding how you currently think. And that's what I help my clients with. That's what I coach my clients with is it's always step one is the foundation is how do you actually think? And we could stay in that step for a long time and that's okay because you have to really understand, well, what do I really think of me? How do I really speak of me? What do I really think of others? Like, do am I constantly judging others? Am I constantly comparing myself? Am I constantly thinking small of myself? Am I constantly putting myself down? Like, what do I actually believe in? And what I find so often is most of my clients aren't really sure, you know, where these, where these thoughts have come from. They're not actually sure why they even think these thoughts. They aren't even aware of the thoughts they've actually been thinking and that have been on repeat in their mind over and over and over again. And so it's helping them start that awareness process. And that's what I hope to build with you guys today. So like I said, kind of backing up a little bit, I made a post about this and this is ultimately why I became a coach is that um, I love psychology, Kay. I love the way the mind works. I think the mind is the most beautiful thing and it's truly like your best asset. And I think everybody should learn how to be able to make your mindset your best asset and work on that skill set more than anything. Um, so I, I went to school, I studied psychology. I don't have a bachelor's degree. I have an associate's in that and that's great. Um, I used to be a leader, I'm still currently a leader, but what I mean by a leader as in a corporate America leader, I used to be the vice president at a finance company. Um, I used to, you know, lead teams and help them understand, like, it's all about sales there. And it was, and if you, any of you guys are in sales, you know that it's all about your mindset. And if any, if any of you are an entrepreneur, you know, it's all about your mindset. Like you can only accomplish what you believe you can accomplish. And it all starts and ends in your mind. Any of you guys who have done door to door sales, that is a straight hustle. And you know, that's all mindset. 1000%. It all comes down to your mindset about everything. Okay. And so I've practiced this. I've taught this. I've studied this. I've watched people. I've observed people. I found it in myself. And I think that's the, the ultimate way 
to learn something is that you learn that pattern of behavior from looking within, you apply that pattern of behavior, and then you go teach that pattern of behavior. And that becomes like a part of responsibility, right? Like once you figure out something that works, you're responsible to go and share that success secret with the world, whether whatever that success is, like, why would you hold that? Why would you keep that? That's just being straight selfish. There's enough abundance in the world that we can all share our successes. And that's like, I, I often reference this. I love cookies. And so if you found the best cookie recipe, why would you hold that a secret? Like that's just you being selfish, right? Share that secret because everybody's still going to make it a little bit of their way regardless. And so that's what I hope to help you guys with is just to see, like I've applied these steps and I've changed my life and I practice this and I teach this and I coach on this, but you guys can take what, what works for you and what serves you. You don't have to believe in everything I believe in. I think that's also a huge thing that's happening in the world right now, right? Like Everybody has all these opinions and that's beautiful. Have all the opinions that you want, but honor one another for their opinions and start to try to hear them, like actively listen to each other so you can learn from them and you can take bits and pieces and decide that that's the truth for you. All of it doesn't have to be truth for you. It's whatever serves you, whatever you truly believe, but like be respectful and non-judgmental of others and just try to be a student of life so you can constantly learn. Be like, oh, I never thought of it that way. I never saw that perspective. There's always a different angle and a different way to perceive things if you just choose to be okay to be open enough to be a student of life. And that ultimately became my journey for myself is that, you know, I could see people who were happy. I could see people who were successful. I could see people who loved themselves. I could see people who celebrated themselves and who, you know, were doing life their way. And they had kind of like broken out of this mold, so to say, and they didn't have any limiting beliefs about themselves. Or if they did, they had found a way to just keep going and pushing through that. And I had done that in certain ways of my life, but I wasn't happy with my life. I didn't necessarily believe in myself. I didn't love myself. I self-sabotaged in so many ways. And I had seen that this was just a, a constant repetitive cycle for myself. But I didn't really see it until I was able to actually see it. And I often say that is that, you know, we don't see what we want to see until we're ready to see it. And we don't hear what we want to hear until we're ready to hear it. So what I invite you to do right now is to think to yourself, like, what is it that I need to see? And what is it that I need to hear? And what is it that I want to feel? And when we do that, we ask our brain questions like that. Our brain goes and finds the puzzle pieces to work that answer for us. Our brain can't work with the unanswered question, literally can't operate in that. So if we can start to ask ourselves questions, then we can start to find the answers for ourselves. But most often, we aren't curious enough to ask ourselves questions. So curiosity is the best way to start with this, right? So for me, it started with like, why in the hell do I keep self-sabotaging over and over and over again? And at the time, I didn't use words like that. I didn't understand it was self-sabotage. To me, I was just like, why the hell can I keep a commitment to myself? Like, what is wrong with me? that I can't keep a promise to me. Like I tell myself, oh, you're not going to go shopping or you're not going to, you know, you're not going to drink. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And then I would go do it. And it would be like within the same week. And I would just hate myself because I couldn't keep promises to myself. And what it ultimately boiled down to was just the fact that I didn't believe in me. And I had these limiting beliefs about myself of what I thought was true for me. So these boulders, these weeds are what I really had to go in and dive into and break down. And when I did that, it was recognizing like this addictive behavior is just a habit and I've formed this habit over time over years and years and years of that's just how I've operated and that's how I've self-sabotaged myself so when I could break free of that in one area why could I not break free of that in a different area so 
for me, when I was able to self-reflect and look into that, I was able to see like, oh my God, okay, Stephanie, like you've been self-sabotaging before with drugs. I used to be a drug addict. And I was able to break free of that cycle by recognizing it was a habit, right? So everything that we do, we are the biggest creatures of habit, whether you want to admit that or not. And we need habits. That's why if you have routines and you have specific things that you do every day, that forms the habits to either be the person you want to be, the person that you don't want to be, right? So back in the day when I was a drug addict, my habits were being around people who just wanted to get high. I was, I was always chasing that next high. I was chasing that hustle of that. My environment was only that. So the habits were my environment, the way I thought, the way I, the people that I was hanging around with, the way that I showed up. Like all I wanted to do was party. I only wanted to be around people who wanted to party. My environment was just about partying. My thoughts were just about how can I get high? How can I party? And so that's all my life became. That was like what my habits were, right? My habits were also around lying so I could cover that up. So I also ended up lying to myself constantly because I was creating the habit of that over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, right? And so then when I was able to break free of that cycle by recognizing, oh, these are my habits. So if I can change my daily habits, I can change my life. Now, that doesn't mean that I chose that. My parents, thank God, recognized the habits that I had and they were able to see like I wasn't functioning. And they sent me off to rehab and I was able to get clean and I was able to get sober through the power of habit of changing my environment, changing the way I thought, getting real with what I was feeling and allowing myself to go there. What I found was that anytime I had emotions, I didn't want to understand or go dive into, I would choose to go get high and that would numb that pain. Those feelings, right? These feelings of, of inadequate, of not being enough, of I, I, don't, I don't know if I fit in, like, does anybody really actually like me? And it became this thought process, became the habit that people only like me if I'm this hype party girl. And so that became my self-identity and that became a limiting belief for me. That became the habits that formed for me. And that became my mindset was that. So when I was able to break free of that and change that, I was able to see a different version of me. Now I saw that different version of me, but at that time I still hadn't broken the mold. So to say that was just like one layer, like self-awareness, self-love is just constant layers. It's literally an onion layer. And so that was layer one, right? Layer two was that I just kind of shifted the habit. So instead of having to feel those emotions, I learned how to allow those emotions to come up, but I still didn't want to actually process those emotions or really be in tune with that. So I just kind of figured out a new habit to self-sabotage that. That habit became work. Um, I loved to work. I became a workaholic. It got me a lot of success. It got me to be a vice president. It got me to, to rank up in that, right? Um, but that became a habit for me that my self identity was that. So instead of using drugs, I learned how to use my self worth like in a good way in a good behavior pattern, but it still costed me something. It ended up costing me my marriage. It ended up costing me different relationships. It ended up costing me my identity of me and my love for me because I only found my self worth in work. And what I, if I was feeling emotions I couldn't feel, or if I did, you know, like me and my ex husband, husband did not communicate well. Um, and so if I really wanted to communicate what I was trying to express, but I didn't know how, instead I would just turn to work and I would just numb it. I would distract myself and I would become that. And I would justify it by saying like, well, this is something that I feel worthy in and it's okay. And like, I'm giving back and I'm teaching all these people, but I still wasn't happy with myself. I still didn't love myself. So it was a form of self-sabotage, even though it looked on the outside good, it wasn't because inside internally I was just numbing pain. I wasn't allowing myself to go there. I was distracting myself, right? 
So this became a whole other process. And I realized that what it was, was the habit was just distraction. That's all that we're trying to do is we're trying to distract ourselves from actually, actually ever dealing with anything or having to face it and being present in it and sit in the pain, sit in the sting, sit in that moment to heal from it. And if we can't, then we can just never address that chapter of our life and that chapter can't be there. So I know I start working through that. Am I able to see that? Well, then that be, then that habit changes to now I'm shopping all the time. Okay. So now I recognize like, oh, I don't want to put my worth in just being and working. I had to become a mom at this point. I had had Ella, my oldest, she's six years old. And I was like, okay, well, how could I have more present time with her? Like, how could I be a better mom? And so that turned into me having this identity shift within like my success is only determined in how well I work and like what my title is to how can I be a good mom. And then that became this whole identity process with that too. Um, I, I live in Utah and most women here are stay at home moms. And so once you're a mom, like you're supposed to just be a mom. And then like how I grew up, my mom's a stay at home mom. And so my identity was with like, I'm like, can I be a good mom and have a career? Like, am I allowed to do that? Can I have permission? So the boulder, that limiting belief there and that foundation of the way I thought was stopping me from allowing myself to be all that I wanted to be because I had this, this crisis inside of me. Like, well, what could, what, what aligns with me? Like, what's my belief system? What do I believe I can be? What do I think I can achieve? What is a good mom? What is a good wife? Like, what is a good woman? Like, I don't, I don't know. So I had to start to get curious and ask myself that. And I didn't really want to go there and face that. I wasn't really sure like what I actually thought of with that. Um, I thought you had to be like this perfect Pinterest soccer mom. And so I tried doing that fucking hated it. I'm not that person. Okay. Like I'm not about doing crafts. I'm not, that's just not who I am. But I felt like I had to do that because that was a limiting belief about myself that that was the only way I could be a good mom. And so when I was able to kind of start, stop and separate those, those problems, I was able to identify that. Then I still didn't want to go and like process all that though. Like I still wanted to distract myself from that. Cause I'm like, Oh God, like this means I have to go and like really ask myself about what, what I believe about identities and what I believe a woman is and what I believe a man is and what, you know, where I believe like your success comes from and what I believe about God and heaven and hell and what I believe about what a woman's like role is like all these hard questions. I didn't really want to go and like face. And so Instead, I just distracted myself yet again. This distraction now became was shopping. I got into over $50,000 of credit card debt and I would hide purchases from my ex-husband, my husband at the time, because I didn't want to show him that. And, you know, that became, again, another distraction. Like, what in the hell, Stephanie? Like, when are you going to figure out? Like, this is a fucking cycle, right? And so when I could see that and I could start to recognize, like, oh, okay. So I'm the main character in this movie and, um, you know, some characters have changed here and there, but I just keep, I keep coming down to the same, same things. I'm just playing with different roles at this point. So it's not drugs. If it's not work, if it's not shopping, what's the next thing going to be? And it was food. Food was always in and out of my life like that. Food had always been a way of self-sabotage. Food was truly a drug of mine, 1,000%. It was an addiction for me. It was a way to not have to feel pain. It was a way to celebrate. It was a way to distract myself. It was a way to try to control myself. It was a way to find control in life. Like when, when all everything else was uncontrollable, what I could control was food. Even if I knew I was going to feel like shit eating this whole pint of Ben and Jerry's, I was comforted by the fact that I knew exactly what I was going to feel like at the end of the day. 
I knew exactly what I was going to feel like in the morning when I woke up. I knew the disappointment that I was going to have. I knew the thoughts that I was going to have. I knew everything. So that made me feel like I was in control. And then if I was mad at myself, I knew I could control that by trying to tell myself or punish myself. Like now you can't eat for four days or three days, or now you can only eat 500 calories, or now you're only going to eat chicken. I remember I was like 19. Um, and for a month I made myself, I was only allowed to eat chicken and cottage cheese. And, um, cause I was like, if I eat all this protein, you know, I'll just be really healthy. And that's all I let myself eat. And then after that, I ended up like gaining 20 pounds in like the next month because I just ate like shit for a month. So I deprived myself because we cannot starve ourselves from anything. Because if you're starving, the second that you try it, you just will devour it. And that's if you're starving yourself from allowing yourself to feel, feel emotions, to feel pain, to, to feel love, to feel received, to feel abundant. We won't allow ourselves to have it. We just keep starving ourselves and saying we're not worth it, right? And there's an amazing book I would totally recommend that's really helped me through that process too. Um, Don Miguel, he talks about that and about the mastery of love and also the four agreements. I highly recommend both those books. And they've helped me see, you know, these limiting beliefs that I put on myself and this mindset that I had and this framework that I had around what I was able to achieve and what I could do. And so because my pattern in the past has always been that I could only do something for a short amount of time. And then I would starve myself for that need, whatever that may be, that then I would just completely self-sabotage and just go AWOL and like dive into going and spending a thousand dollars in a day. Or if I didn't, if I saved money for a small amount of time, or then that turned into me like working too much or eating too much. Right. So it's like the same process, the same cycle. Okay. When I was able to recognize that and see that, then I could really start to ask myself these questions. And this started when I actually got a coach myself. And I think that's the most powerful thing in this is that you always got to be working on you, boo, like consistently working on you, especially if you're a coach, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a leader of any form, which you all are, there's someone looking up to you at every single one of you at some point in your life. But like your growth is, you can't stop that because that's all that you can be. And so lately what I've been doing is some energy work and that's been powerful for me. And it's really helped me see other limiting blocks that I had for myself and different awarenesses and my creativity blocks and like my abundance blocks and the way I was able to receive money and how I thought of money. And, you know, money was that, that's just a yet another form of distraction and all these different things. But my point kind of going back to that was, you know, we're, we all are in the same movie, so to say, our own movie, our own life. And we're the ones, we're the only character. We get to choose how we want to show up and how we want to play. But for whatever reason, we play a certain character based on what we believe to be true for us and like what our identities are for us and how we believe that. And so if we can understand like what that belief system is, we can change that belief system by the power of habit because all it is is just a habit. And so I had this habit of distraction mode and utilizing anything else to self-sabotage rather than just to actually sit with myself. Because what the real fear was and what the real mini belief was, was that I'm not enough and I'm not worthy and I don't love myself. So nobody else can. So instead I'm going to just protect myself and I'm going to distract myself and I'm going to push myself away. And I'm not even going to get to know myself because if I actually know who I am, what I believe, what I'm about, then that would mean that I'd have to say that I'm enough that I love myself. And that would mean that I'd have to let other people in. And that would also mean that then I would have to dig pretty deep and understand like why I've always told myself I'm not enough. And so when I was able to do that, I was able to find all the facts that prove that to not be true. Like I am enough. I am loved. 
I am worthy. I am supported. I am creative. I am abundant. I can do any fucking thing I want to do. But I'm the only one who blocks myself or stops myself from believing that that's true. And that's hard to take inner accountability and be like, wait, like I'm the one this is doing this to Like I have to be the one who can break free of this. Like I can't just blame this on somebody else. And that's why most people won't do it. Most people don't want to get real. They don't want to have to face that. That's why 99% of the world won't stay committed to anything. The word commitment just scares the shit out of people. Like, I mean, think about that. If you're in the dating scene, the word commitment, you say that, that immediately eyes go big. People freak out. If you're in sales and you say, well, this is a one-year contract or it's a two-year commitment. People are like, oh no, never mind. Like I thought I wanted it, but no. In coaching, when I talk to people and I'm like, well, how committed are you to you? And then they're like, oh, well, I mean, I, I want it, but um, maybe, maybe a six on a scale of one to 10. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks for your honesty. So that shows like that you don't really want it, right? Because that word commitment, like what are you really going to commit to? And so for me, that was where my journey began is like, I'm so committed to showing up for me right now because I realize that this cycle of abuse, of self-sabotage is only going to keep playing. It's only going to continue as long as I let it continue. And it's just going to pick up a different form. Like maybe I changed the habit of one, but I'm going to pick up a different habit. And I recognize that's what it is. It's just a habit. It's a habit of the way I think. It's the habit of the things that I do. It's a habit of the people that I'm around. It's a habit of my environment. So if I can back up a little bit, start with the end in mind, like where do I want to go? Well, I want to get out of this dysfunctional roller coaster that I'm in. And I want to feel happy. I want to feel satisfied. I want to feel proud. I want to feel accomplished. I want to feel success. I want to feel love. I want to feel abundance. Okay, well, how can I feel that? By changing the way that I think and changing what I do so I can feel more of that and less of self-sabotage. And that's where the habit starts to form. And that's where consistency comes from. So I asked you guys when I posted, I'm like, what do y'all want to know about how you can form habits and how you can change your mind life? And if I was your coach and you want me to help you with your mindset, what would you want to know? And so many people are like, well, how do you stay consistent? And, and how do you stop caring what other people think? Okay, let me tell you that. You got to know what you actually think. The reason you give a shit why everybody else thinks so much is because you have no idea what you think. You don't have any idea what you actually believe in. You don't know what your truth is. You don't know what's, what works for you, what aligns to you, what your soul says. Yes, let's go. This is 100% you. This is what you believe in. That's what's true for you because you haven't got curious enough with you to dive in and to understand who you truly are, what you're truly about, what you want to be about. And so you're living based on everybody else and what they think of you, what they need from you, how they, help, how they want you to show up for you. That's the disease to please, boo. I've been there. I've done that. Yeah, another form of self-sabotage, right? And that's why most people don't want to have to get curious. And that's why you live off the needs of everybody else. And like, what's this person going to think if I do this? What's this person going to think if I post this? Or I'm so worried about being judged. Like, who gives a shit? It's because you're judging you. It's because we are mirrors for everybody else, right? And so if you're around people who are like that, that's a habit that you form because you think that constantly. And so that's all you want to be around. So change that habit by changing the power of your thought. Whatever we think about compounds and it becomes energy, becomes what we believe about. It's what we create. It's what we manifest. It's what we, what we do. And so when I was constantly thinking, you know, all I care about is work. I'm a workaholic. This is the only way I can have success. That's all that I got. And it becomes imbalance, right? Like, 
And then that made me not show up in my marriage, made me not show up as a good mom. Like it made me just, that's all I cared about. And that doesn't mean that that's bad, but it's finding the balancing act of that, right? And like changing the power of the habit. And the biggest thing with that too was like this food abuse and like how I abused food, food so much in and out of my life consistently. And it was just this, this habit I wanted to break free of. And I knew if I could change that habit, I could truly change my life because one habit changes one, one next domino effect changes one choice and it's all just a choice. Right. And so it becomes, how can you learn how to control your mind and how can you be more invested in that? And that's where the truth of the matter is, is whatever we're thinking about, we create and we, we, we become that. And so that's why I want to give you guys is that is, you know, what are you really thinking about right now? So if you can start to ask yourself, how do I really think? Like, what do I really think about? What are my actual thoughts that are on repeat in my head? Then you can understand where those thoughts are coming from and how the habits are formed from those thoughts, right? That's all that it is. When you start to think I'm not worthy, I'm not enough, what, what's the next action? What's your habit that generally happens out of that? What, what is the habits of, you, of your thinking, right? Because it's just a habit or creatures a habit. Then you can learn how to change those habits by changing those thoughts through the power of affirmations, through different actions, like massive actions, start to change your actual, actual steps. So for me, like binge eating, I used to binge eat the most at nighttime. Like I would make myself not eat all day or eat really good at my diet during the day. But at nighttime, then I would eat, you know, 27 Oreos or whatever it may be. And so I realized what was happening here was the habit was that I would feel lonely. My actual thoughts would show up for me. My anxiety would show up for me. If I was mad at myself, it would show up for me. Like I was actually having to sit with myself and hear myself and hear my thoughts. And so before it used to be TV could distract me. Well, TV couldn't distract me anymore. So now it turned into food. So it was understanding like, well, what are these habits? What's the next actions? And what habit do I really want? Does this habit serve me? No, it's not serving me. It's making me upset with me. It's making me mad at me. It's making me self-sabotage. And I have the power to change that by the power of habit. So what if I just start to actually sit here, get real with myself and understand what these thoughts are that's happening? Like, why am I allowing myself to be on repeat of these thoughts? Like, let's change that thought habit by let's like, let's read a book instead. Let's move my body instead at nighttime. Let's shift the way that I do that. And so if you can change that habit, you shock your mind. Your mind's like, whoa, wait, this isn't the same road old track we normally take. What's happening here? And then it can make you change the way that you want to be. And that's just how you can understand how your mind can work for you rather than play tricks on you. And then you start to ask yourself, well, why do I think this way? Why do I allow myself to choose that? Again, your brain can't work on an unanswered question. So you hear that your brain goes and finds the puzzle pieces and helps you to go and change that. So start to create the puzzle that you want to create in your life. Start to create the habits that you want to create in your life. Start to be who you want to be in your life because everything that is up, it's up to you. Like you have the power within you right now. It's just choosing that power of thought and recognizing like what habits serve me, what habits don't serve me. So you can ask yourself like, what are the habits I currently do that I don't enjoy that don't really actually serve me? And then break that down. Like what, what are the thoughts I think before that habit takes place? How could I change those thoughts to be thoughts that empower me? Or maybe is it something I need to sit and deal with? Like, okay, why do I think that I'm not enough? Where's that, where's that thought coming from? And what facts prove that true? Go back and find facts that prove that to not be true. Like you are so, so, so enough, right? And so for me, it was understanding that and being like, okay, wait, well, I am enough and I know I'm enough. So why would I want to choose this route? And then you can break free of that mold. You can break free of that cycle and you can really fully step into you and be empowered to be you. And that's where the power of that takes so much place into that. And so it's just a beautiful journey of it, but it really starts with you being able to be curious about what your habits are that you currently have 
And then the consistency comes into play because you start to find that empowering moments in you. And that's a serotonin release. And that becomes the new addiction in you is to be consistent with you. And so it doesn't matter of like motivation. It's a matter of that. It becomes you. So that becomes the habit of you is who you are. And that's how you can stay and stick through that path. And it's getting curious about what you believe true to be true for you and knowing you. And that becomes a whole awakening journey of self-love. And that's what I love to teach my clients on, love to help people with and understand their mindset and the framework of that and how to step into that. And so if any of this spoke to you and you want to know more about that or how I can help you with that, or these tools work with you, reach out to me, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, message me, email me. My website is coachingwithstuff.com. You can take my self-love quiz. If you fill that out, I'll do a free coaching call with you. And that's powerful in that too, just to help bring you some clarity. If you are like, I'm ready, I want to work with you, then message me. Let's work together, girlfriend. Let's do this. Um, And there's, there's so much power in understanding the way that you think and what you do. Like I said, it goes into, into business, it goes into life, it goes into everything. It's just creating the habits. And, you know, I, I leave you with this is like the things that you say you really want, like ask yourself, are the habits that you have forming the life that you truly want and you desire? Because that's what it boils down to is your action steps and the way that you think. Like people say, I want to make a million dollars. I want to be rich. I want to be successful. I want to be happy. I want to be confident. I want to be in a good relationship. Well, are your habits helping you create that or not? If you want to be healthy, are all the habits that you have every day healthy habits? If they're not, take a step back and ask yourself, what habits do I need to have to have a healthy life? And why won't I allow myself to have those habits? How can I change that by the power of thought? Like, what habits do I need to have? It's just asking yourself questions, right? If I want to save money, if I want to be rich, if I, what, is rich what does rich mean to me? What does success mean to me? What does that look like for me? And do the habits I currently have right now help me have the life that I want? If not, then change that. Okay? If you want to have a healthy, beautiful, powerful relationship, and if you're already in a relationship, are the habits you have in that relationship helping you form that? Or do you need to have new habits in your relationship? If you're not in a relationship, do you have habits that help you to show up as the best you so you can attract that? If not, how can you change that? Habit by habit, right? We are creatures of habits. So the habits you currently have, all you have to do is exchange it for the habits that are the best level of you. It's leveling up with that, right? If you want to be successful in your, in your work, in your business, in your entrepreneurship, are the habits you do every day helping you towards that? Are you learning new things every day? Are you applying new things? Are you asking for feedback? Are you coachable? Are you seeing what works, what doesn't work? Are you applying new skill sets? If not, what habits do you have to change so you can start to do that? It's all habits. It's asking, it's self-reflecting, it's questions, it's realizing that you have the power within you. If you're constantly seeking validation from other people and that your habit is like your worth is wrapped up in everybody else and you please everybody else, ask yourself why. Why is that your habit? How can you change the habit so it's more self-serving to you so you love you and you're proud of you? And ultimately, are all the habits you do every day, are you even aware of them? Do you recognize them? Are you aware of the habits you currently have? And is every habit you have serving the best you? And then ask yourself, what habits would the best you have? How would you show up for that? And then mirror that, become that. Change your environment. Be around people who have the habits that you want to have. Be around people that have the mindset you want to be around. Change your habits. Change your mindset. Change your life. You got this. You can do this. I believe in you. I see you. I love you. You got this, boo. Go do it. Do it for you. Hey. 
Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're on that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.